Hello and welcome to the Balanced Wealth Podcast. I'm Gavin DeStasi. One of the questions we get most often, particularly from younger clients or prospects is, should we prioritize saving for college or for retirement? It's quite common for those folks who have young children to be in a situation where they may not have the amount of discretionary income yet to be able to stash away money for both. Particularly when they start to do some research on how much may be needed for a 30 plus year retirement and the pace at which college costs are rising each year. So frequently they're faced with the prospect of choosing between saving those discretionary dollars for their children's eventual education and their own retirement. What we see in many cases is them ultimately choosing college savings first. There are a couple of main reasons for this, I think. First, it's our kids. We love them more than anything. And if we need to make sacrifices so that they can live a better life, well, that's what parents have been doing for thousands of years and that's what we're gonna do, right? There are some more practical, at least practical sounding reasons though too. Most often, college is closer than retirement when this decision is being made. Retirement often sounds like that thing way off in the horizon to the young parent. And anyways, we can always work a little longer when the time comes too, if need be. Finally, we really just don't want the kids to have to come out of school saddled with huge amounts of student loan debt as they are trying to start their careers. These are actually all legitimate concerns and most natural, I think, for parents to consider. We do make sacrifices for our children as those have done for us, and we should. College costs are usually coming sooner than retirement, so logic would suggest that paying for college is the more pressing need. And certainly no one would hope for their children to have huge debts to pay just as they're starting out, and there is unquestionably a student loan debt crisis in America, which is either looming or already here, depending on who you listen to. But there are some flaws in all that logic too, which from a financial planning standpoint could have very real negative effects on your financial stability for many years to come. In a lifetime of financial decision-making and planning for future needs, there are often trade-offs that will need to be made, particularly in the earlier earning years, which is what we're focusing on here. That's okay, and the idea that we should make sacrifices for our children, I think, becomes a little bit overblown sometimes. Trust me, you're already making plenty of sacrifices for your children on a daily basis. And according to researchers, if you're providing food, shelter, love, affection, if you regularly read to them and play games and take them to the park to play, then you're already covering the overwhelming majority of markers, which are predictive of academic success later in life. Plus, the amount of time you'll be spending driving carpool to soccer or dance practice alone in the future, if you're not there already, should absolve you of any feelings of not having sacrificed enough. Of course, I'm being a little bit facetious there, but I've oftentimes had to counsel young parents who had real feelings of inadequacy over how much they were or were not able to save for their children's education. And sometimes it can be necessary to remind parents how much they truly do for their children. So I think we can let that sacrifice thing go for now. Now it is true in many cases that I'm describing, the college costs are coming sooner than retirement, but there are a couple of things to remember here. First, they may be coming sooner, but they will not last as long. And second, the fact that college comes first means that you'll likely still be working when those costs arise. Whereas once you retire, that's generally it, no more employment income. Some of the more recent predictions about life expectancies in the future are truly staggering. And should they prove true, will undoubtedly cause a paradigm shift in the way we think about saving for retirement. As it is, the systems we have in place were never designed to support the way we are working and living today. 
This is why we have problems with funding for Medicare and Social Security. But it's also why the need to save adequate amounts for retirement are so acute. For the average person today in their 30s or 40s, assuming they plan to retire at age 65 or even 70, they had better be prepared to pay for that retirement for at least 30 years and probably more. Many people scoff when they hear that they need a plan to live to age 100 or longer, but the latest research suggests that the amount of people living to age 100 and beyond is set to skyrocket. I even read recently that the first person to live to age 150 has already been born. Maybe that person is you. Don't believe me? Here's a stat for you. 90% of the people in all of human history who have lived to age 90 are alive today. That's right. So the bottom line here is, it used to be possible to kind of wait until your peak earnings years, perhaps after the kids have been put through college already, to ramp up and really start saving for retirement. But no longer. If you want to be prepared for the number of years you'll likely need in retirement, you'll need to start saving early and often to let the power of compounding help you. Now, the amount of student debt being carried in this country is indeed frightening, and from an economic standpoint, appears to constitute a very real and significant crisis. It's no wonder we would all like to do everything we can to avoid saddling our kids with this kind of burden when they get out of school and are trying to start their careers. Here's the thing. While it might not be our first choice, we can actually borrow money to pay for college, and usually on pretty decent terms. Try walking into a bank when you're 85 and saying, I didn't save enough for retirement, and I'm almost out, so I'd like to borrow a couple million dollars, please. It's not going to happen. So I would ask you this. What do you think your kids would rather? That they come out of school with $150,000 of loans to pay off over the next 30 years? Or they'll need to take care of you from when you run out of money at age 85 to the end of your life, possibly at age 105. Now, I understand this take probably won't sit well with the children of my clients when their parents tell them they're not putting any more money into their college funds. That won't happen, by the way. And I'm a sucker for my own kids, so I'm not following my own advice in the way that I probably should by cutting funding to their 529 plans either. But I will say this, at the end of the day, when it comes to the question of prioritizing saving for college versus saving for retirement, if you can take a step back and put aside how much you love them, how adorable and talented those kids are, just for a second, and really consider just the financial implications, you'll probably find that your retirement savings are likely the more crucial investment need. 